Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today we are talking about how to sell without being salesy. And this topic came about because I was speaking to one of my mentees inside Basecamp. If you don't know what Basecamp is, it is my 90-day group coaching program to help personal trainers or nutrition clients build their online business to full-time. And this mentee had this concern that by showing up on her Instagram stories or speaking to people in her community to reach out and invite them into her coaching service that she would be coming across as salesy. So I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to talk about what is what is salesy, what is not salesy and help you shift your perspective so that you can get out there and make sure you are are loud and proud with your service and building your business as you want to and getting getting the business that you desire, the lifestyle that you desire and helping as many people as you can as well. So we're literally going to dive straight in. We're going to go, what is salesy? What is not salesy? And then I'll leave you with a takeaway. This is probably going to be a really short and sweet episode. So what is salesy? I think we all know what that feels like when someone is trying to sell us something that we don't want, right? The perceived value on our behalf is not there and someone else is trying to get us to buy something we don't want. And it feels icky, it feels yuck, it feels pressurizing. And typically, excuse me, typically the person I'm just drinking... I'm just drinking some Monster. So as a little bit of a segue, I am recording seven episodes in three hours. I am batch recording because I love me some batch recording. Batch recording and scheduling to me is like ultimate, no, wait, love language. I was going to say self-care, but batching scheduling is like my love language. It's just the best. But I was having a, a small break and like down to banana and like half a monster in like two minutes. And yeah, I'm a bit, there's a bit of gas, I think. <laughs> um, so let's get back to the episode. Salesy is when we're trying to pressure someone to buy something or not when we are, but when someone is, and there's a desperation behind it. You haven't got the the you haven't taken the time to get to know the person, and the the person doesn't want what you're selling. Okay, now I just want you to juxtapose that with think of a time where you gladly gave your money away. Not even gladly gave your money away. Maybe you were waiting in line for hours to spend a shit ton of money. Maybe you entered a ballot to to um to buy something. Maybe you raced some people to get in first and purchase something. Maybe you spent tens of thousands more on something. I'm thinking of like a house and an auction when you actually 
you know, fought to be the highest bidder and win something. Um, even if it's with a coach or a mentor, maybe they hardly ever take people on. They opened a spot and you were like, I will pay whatever. I will do whatever to get in here. So why is that not salesy? It is because of the perceived value. When there is perceived value in something, that thing could do whatever. We want it. (laughs) Please email me. Please notify me when it's in stock. Please tell me when you have a space available. I don't care that you raise your prices. I want to lock my spot in. The difference, the perceived value of whatever that might be, okay? So I definitely want you to think of all of the times that you couldn't wait to spend your money on something that you were so excited to part with it. Hell, I don't know about you and maybe it's my materialism, but there are some times where like I want to buy the most expensive option because I'm equating uh, expense or how much I spend with quality. (laughs) And if you've ever read the book Influence, I highly recommend you read it. Um, But this is when we actually don't have much information in relation to something this is a little trick our brain does to us it actually goes well the most expensive option must be the best okay i i know this is a psychological thing and i still do it there are times where i will just go for i want the highest quality thing which is probably going to be the you know the most expensive there are other times when i want to buy like just think of luxury items so just think of like a a louis vuitton bag or something right could be three thousand could be 15,000, whatever. But the bag, I was going to say the bag isn't worth that much. Let me rephrase that. The materials and the labor weren't worth the four to 15,000 or whatever it is. Yeah. It didn't cost that much tangibly to make, but the perceived value for brand recognition, how rare the bag is, what the status symbol of having the bag is, means that people are very much willing to pay multiple thousands of dollars more than it actually costs to make that product. Again, it's not salesy. Louis Vuitton isn't salesy even though they're marked up by however many thousands of percent on their the cost of their items, there is a whole thing about it. It's like a brand positioning. It's a status symbol. It's what the bag or the items mean. So it's like sometimes when I want to buy something like that, I want the feeling of status. So I'm more than happy to part with my money. And I actually want something that's going to give me that feeling of status. So I'm, I'm wanting to spend thousands. I'm wanting to overpay. So I really hope this is starting, you're just going like, oh shit, like I didn't think of it like that. When perceived value is high, it's not going to be salesy no matter what you do. You almost can't put a foot wrong. Um, I don't think like, I don't think Louis Vuitton does this, I don't know, but think of like smaller local brands that might be dropping merchandise or something and they open the merchandise to a small wait list of people pre-sale and you just can't wait to get your hands on that hoodie or that pair of shoes or whatever like that's like direct outreach marketing you of course these people have signed up and they want the thing but why is that not salesy, but you advertising your services online is, right? And again, it's just the perceived value. So what do we do? All right. If you're feeling 
like you might be salesy. Number one, this is so common and because so many of us have issues with confidence and issues with taking up space and issues with asking for a return on our efforts and time because there is a lot of narrative about like self-sacrificing. But if you give massive value, if your service that you provide, you have full confidence in it, right? And if you don't, that's okay. It's just a sign to make that happen. Go out and work with enough people that you, you know, even if it's for free, that you can be completely confident in your methods. Give heaps of value for free as well without the expectation of receiving, okay? And this includes building relationships without expectation of receiving, okay? So look to all of the people that you've ever bought from, you know, and it could be just you might want to keep it just to a coaching sense, like a personal trainer or business mentors. Have a look at all of those people that you've bought from and go, why did, like, can I reverse engineer my thought process? What stood out? Why did I buy from them? Was I excited to? I bet you most of the time you were. You're like, I don't really fucking care what they charge. I'm going to pay because I really want to work with them. Why? And I bet you any money it was because they were giving massive value. Now, it might be through trust because they have just a litany of client results and maybe they're not doing much for free anymore, but I bet you they did. And actually, when I'm thinking about it, all of the best do give heaps of shit for free. Honestly, you can never give too much for free. Some people talk about gatekeeping. I'm not that kind of mentor and I don't believe in it. I truly believe in giving it as much as you possibly can. I also believe in charging you know, a premium price for a premium product. We don't even want to be playing in the the discount rate area. Like we're just not even going to go there. Don't discount any of my services. It's an insult to my current clients, but it's just an also, it just doesn't align with the, the service that I'm providing. Like I'm providing a premium service and I'm trying to, no, not trying to, I look to improve that all of the time. It just doesn't live in a discount realm. Like we're not even going there. I'm not going to fight to discount my services. Okay. Uh, And whenever I looked at who I had mentoring me, I sought them out and I wanted to pay them. Like I wanted to pay them what they were, what they were charging because I wanted to learn from them because I trusted them and they gave out massive value. Okay, so let's just finish up this episode here. How do you not be salesy? Number one, remember the luxury goods thing and remember like the used car salesman that gives you the ick. It's about perceived value. One has perceived value, one doesn't. How do you create perceived value? Give massive amounts of value for free. And become so confident in your service that you are able to charge a premium rate. That way, when you show up and sell, which you should be doing often, you have complete trust that your service is the best thing ever and you're confident that it's going to get your people the result. Because if your people knew that they were going to get the result, almost guaranteed. We can't guarantee anything because people could die, you know, the next second. We, we don't, just don't know. Um, but if you're super confident in your ability and your processes, physique, performing, performance results, all of those things to most people are like invaluable. Can't put a price on it, right? We have to put a price on it, but 
It's completely valuable. Make sure your service is at that point. And if it's not, that's fine. Just get there. And it's a never-ending thing. You should constantly be looking to level up your service. But also give heaps of free value. Give heaps of free value. And you're going to change your mindset in terms of being salesy. Okay? If my episode on beliefs has come out, you might apply that practice that I went through, the belief practice, to any feelings of being salesy. But trust me, if you're showing up fucking giving, giving, giving and providing a high-quality service to your clients, these feelings of salesy just doesn't. You're just so excited to put your offers out there. You're so excited to work with people. You're so excited to get them the results. It just doesn't even factor in anymore. Salesy is when you're desperately trying to push on people something they don't need and don't want okay so just reiterating give massive value provide the best quality service to your clients and continue making that better and better and better if you need help with this definitely make sure you look into the show notes for how to contact me or message me on Instagram at Amy Louise Mentoring. I have private mentoring spots open where we will go through, man, we'll go through your mindset, we'll go through your um, business plan, we'll go through your niche, we'll create an irresistible offer, we'll talk about launching and sales and all that good stuff. I have places open, so shoot me a message if you want help. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next episode. 